And now on the Podfix Network, it's time for the Campbell Soup Review for November 30th, 2020. And here's the official description of today's soup from Campbell's.com. Channel tastes of seaside coasts with Campbell's condensed New England clam chowder. We combine a creamy stock with honest ingredients like potatoes and succulent clams to create bowls that are truly decadent. Savor each comforting spoonful as is, or enhance your seafood-laden experience by adding oyster crackers to the mix. Uh, first of all, I hate the word succulent just in general, but mostly when it's applied to food, it's just one of those words that just crawls up my spine. But we're not talking about the word, we're talking about the soup. I haven't had this soup in a while. I remember this soup being pretty good. This is loaded, like really loaded with potatoes and clam meat. It was almost gelatinous, and it was actually really hard to get out of the can, harder than a lot of the cream of soups. Blended very nicely. I, if I had to do it again, I would probably make this with milk instead of water. The broth is a very nice, mild seafood broth. Tons of clam meat, tons of potatoes. Is this soup good food? Soup is good food. Yes. Now, if you're from New England, you're really going to have a problem with me calling this clam chowder good. But if you are craving clam chowder, look, it's $1.75 a can. And if you make it with milk instead of water, you could definitely do a lot better. You could do a lot worse. But in a pinch, this is really, really good. There are a ton of potatoes in this soup. Maybe too much. That's the only thing I could really knock it for. There were also bits of something that weren't quite clam and weren't quite potato. And if you look at the ingredients uh, list, it, it lists cod, which is interesting. I'm guessing that's maybe a filler of some sort. Anyway, there, like I said, there are definitely better clam chowders out there. Uh, please, I know this already, so don't get mad at me, but this was actually really, really nice. Well, this all started with the purchase of a handful of soups back in November, and here we are at the end of November, and I've tried 30 of the 35 or 40 different varieties of Campbell's soups. So to wrap this up, I want to talk about, first of all, I want to talk about a comment that I received from more than one person. They wished that I would have recorded these as I was trying the soup. Logistically, this was sort of impossible. I had a very busy November. I was eating two or sometimes three soups a day, and I was recording two or three reviews at a time just to kind of stay a step ahead. I started eating soup and writing about it in the last week of October, and I had to do this last year with uh, Napod Pomo. I had to batch record two or three episodes and schedule them so that you would get a new episode every single day. There really are no guidelines to Napod Pomo other than release new content uh, every day for the, the month of November. I admire the podcasters that play this game on hard mode, if you will, because it's a very, very difficult thing to pull off. So if you're a podcaster and you're listening and you sat down every single day this month and recorded something and released it, that's awesome. I simply was not able to do that. And I couldn't really set up my mic and everything and try the soup uh, in an audio format. I think that would have worked better in a video format. I might have mentioned this at the, uh, the little update show that I did at the halfway point. I think trying the soup while I was recording would have been better 
as a video and not just audio only. You all had surprisingly strong feelings about Campbell's Soup, and you really let me know about it, uh, either on Facebook or even privately. And I loved that, not just because you were listening, but also you engaged with me about it. And that was fantastic. That is what podcasters want. They want engagement. They want people to care about what they're doing. And you actually did, which was more than I expected. It was really, really nice. I got some really nice phone calls on the hotline, so I want to listen to a few of those. Hey, hey, Paul, what's up? This is Keith from the Pop-Up Filmcast. Just giving you a call, um, listening to your Campbell Soups. Uh, this is the Lord's work as far as I'm concerned. It is <laughs> absolutely fantastic. It is also um, your greatest effort to uh, get a sponsor since you went after LaCroix. So uh, keep it up, keep it up. Um, the fact that you ate cream of shrimp soup. Uh, I, well, I've seen you eat worse things. Um, the mayo cake. So I guess shrimp soup was not a big deal. But anyway, uh, just calling you. You said call the hotline. And I'm just going to let you know, my uh, my all-time favorite soup. Personally, I like uh, I like a really good New England clam chowder. Uh, or a, ooh, if I could find a lobster bisque. Does Campbell make a condensed lobster bisque? Because that would be something, well, probably not something to check out. Uh, and then another little humorous story. My uh, my youngest son, his like favorite thing to eat is Campbell's chunky chicken noodle soup. And so recently for his birthday, uh, visited my mother, and she wanted to have an activity to do and like a present for him. So she got him like a dozen cans of chunky chicken noodle soup. She hid them out around her house, much like an Easter egg hunt, <laughs> and sent him looking around. And he was so excited to find cans of soup. <laughs> and then immediately wanted to, like, go inside and cook one up. But, uh, you know, the, he is a big, big soup head. Um, <laughs> but he's eating, like, he's not eating the condensed stuff. He's He passes on that. He only wants Campbell's chunky chicken noodle soup and, and nothing else. So, <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to call because uh, I, I really love what you've been doing on this. Keep up the good work, and uh, I, I will talk to you later, good sir. Thank you so much, Keith. I really appreciate that. I love New England clam chowder, too, especially when it's made by love, with love, I, I should say, by someone who is actually from New England and calls it chowder. <laughs> Campbell's, as I mentioned, uh, makes a decent one. The differences between Campbell's Condensed and Campbell's Chunky New England Clam Chowders are very few, surprisingly. If you look at the ingredients, they're nearly identical. Chunky just has bigger pieces of everything. I guess probably that's why they call it Chunky. As far as lobster bisque, it's probably not very cost-effective for Campbell's to make a lobster bisque, only because of the cost. Um, because of COVID-19, lobster prices are as low as they've been in quite a while. But still, it's an expensive ingredient, and you might not be able to substitute, say, a whitefish or an imitation crab and get a passable lobster bisque. And just as a side note, if you listen to my main podcast, Varmints, we did an entire episode on lobsters, and I talk about why and how lobster got to be so expensive. It used to be just trash food that was given to prisoners, uh, but now it's a very expensive hoity-toity thing to eat. Uh, that was a really cool story. I'm glad your son is a soup head. And perhaps here and there, I will review a Progresso or a Chunky Soup in the future. Would I have liked 
for Campbell's to give this a little more attention? Yeah, probably. Uh, their their Twitter handle is Campbell's at Campbell's Cares, and so I guess they care up to a point. I, I guess there's a point where they cut off their caring. I do tag them in every tweet, um, and so maybe I'll I'll reach out to them and try again to maybe not get a sponsorship, but maybe get something out of the deal. That would be that would be really really cool. Thank you so much, Keith. Keith is one of the hosts of the Pop Up Filmcast. It's a very, very funny uh, film cast. Uh, film cast. It's a very, very funny podcast where they uh, make up fictional movies for a movie movie festival. F- movie festival. It's improv and it's comedy and it's really, really great. So pop up film cast. I'll put a link to it in the show notes and on social media when I am uh, when I post this on November thirtieth. All right. Here is the next call. Hey, Paul, it's your buddy Tove from This Week Today and fellow member of the Podfix Network. Just wanted to call in and let you know that, well, first off, November has actually been a really tough month following September and October, which are also really tough months because I've been dealing with and continue to deal with persistent lower back problems. Really, really serious. However, a highlight of this month by far are your Campbell Superviews. Oh, thank you, man. They're quirky, they're funny, and there's absolutely nobody better to do such a thing as you. <laughs> I've really, really enjoyed that. And, and you already know that because, I, you know, we exchanged text messages about it. But since you're wrapping it up with your final recording, I wanted to be sure and, and call in and share my feelings and opinions about this wonderful effort uh, on your show. So uh, great job, buddy. Really, really enjoyed it. Wow. Thank you so much, Toph. Uh, best wishes for your back. Back problems are legitimately the worst. Uh, and I hope that gets straightened out really, really soon. I'm so happy you enjoyed the superviews, And I thank you for listening. I want to talk about Toph for a minute, okay? I recorded an episode for the network that I'm on, the Podfix Network. They also did the Napod Pomo Challenge. And they included all of us in the network on that to fill out all 30 days. So I did an episode for this show just on my own. Donna and I did one for Varmans. And then Toph and I recorded the final episode, which you can hear today. I will put a link to it on Twitter and Facebook. It's it's one of the most fun things I've ever done. But here's the thing. Toph is one of the smartest, funniest people that I've met while I while I've been podcasting. I've been podcasting for four or five years now. He has a wonderful, dry sense of humor. He's smart as a whip. I can honestly say that I've recorded some of my favorite things that I've done in podcasting with him. He's a good friend. He has made me a better podcaster, probably a better person as well. I'm not exaggerating in the least. Tof is awesome. And if you want to hear him, and you should want to hear him, I strongly encourage you to check out the This Week Today podcast. It's a weekly sort of this week in history show. There are news stories. There's who lived on this week today, who died. Uh, very, very funny, very mostly family friendly, but super funny. The episodes are about a half hour long. Perfect for your commute to work. If you like what I do here on this podcast, you're definitely going to like what he does. He is brilliant. I promise you. So I'm going to share a link to this week to the this week today podcast 
on all of the social medias so that you can check that out as well. So thanks, Toph. All right, here's our next call. Hey, Paul, it's Trisha and Shauna from Two Girls on a Bench, and we just want to applaud you for your amazing efforts with all these soups. (laughs) (laughs) We think you're doing an amazing job, and we had some soup memories just listening to all of your Napod Pomo episodes. Um, Shauna and I used to live together in an apartment, and she'd come home for lunch, and I would make Campbell's soup and grilled cheese with milk. We've always tomato soup. I mean, tomato soup. And, oh yeah, uh, Campbell's soup. And I would always use milk. Like it was always with milk. That was like the best way to make it. Yeah, that's the best way yeah. to do it. And then I always make a. T- I mean, this is. I'm not you the only one. But I would make a tuna casserole with cream of mushroom. Mm, As mm-hmm. we know, it's very popular for the casseroles. So, yeah, I would make that with a tuna casserole. You would put, tell what you would put in it. What would I put in it? With pasta, like pasta and, like, cheese. Like Ooh. Monterey Jack Oh, cheese. yeah. It was, yeah, I would mix all that together. With, and, like, black olives. And I'd put a ton of, like, seasoning on the cream of yeah. mushroom mm. too. Yeah. So that, that really good. amps it up, you know. Wasn't there something crispy on the top, too? Yeah, I put breadcrumbs on the top. Yeah, it was so oh. good. I missed, <laughs> when I had my first baby, Shauna brought me a tuna casserole, and I, like, burst into tears because I was so happy <laughs> to have some comfort food. It's like an old mom recipe I in know. the 80s. Oh. It's the best, though. I love it. Cream and mushrooms. That's right. So things <laughs> keep doing the work, Paul. We love your show. It's we love so fun. We love it. We love it. So have a great Thanksgiving, and you're probably looking forward to eating something other than soup <laughs> for December. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Oh, thank you, Trisha and Shauna. You know, some people get a 21 gun salute. And, uh, it, you know, Trisha and Shauna give people the two kazoo salute. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, with, with milk is the best way to make most of these soups. I try to avoid milk. Uh, it really causes me a bit of uh, distress. Uh, tuna casserole is wonderful, by the way. I, I love tuna casserole. I know a lot of people hate it. Um, I love it. I love it so much. If you want crunchy stuff on the top. Okay, hear me out. Next time you make a tuna casserole, crunch up some potato chips on the top. Get like the uh, the Lay's lightly salted potato chips, crunch those up and put them on the top of the tuna casserole. I'm telling you, it's really, really good. Two Girls on a Bench, they are the hosts of that podcast. It's a really, really great little podcast about writing. They eat snacks. Uh, I love writing. I love writing so much. And I would really like to participate in one of their writing prompts someday. Uh, I need to get on that. So, But do listen to that podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes and on social media. It's not necessarily family friendly, but it is uh, funny and delightful. And Trisha and Shauna are really, they're the best. They're, they're awesome. So thanks, Trisha and Shauna. All right, here's our last phone call. Hey, Paul, it's Samantha. With this month rolling uh, to an end, I couldn't wait to have an opportunity to tell you thank you for your soup podcast. It's been thoroughly enjoyable. It's everything I didn't know I needed in 2020. So thank you. I listened religiously, if not every day. Then I enjoyed some back-to-back episodes when I got caught up. 
It was awesome to learn about all the soups and thoroughly enjoyable to avoid all political nonsense and COVID-19 talk for just a few minutes and learn about soup. So I wanted to tell you about some soup I had for dinner tonight. Ooh, okay. Uh, it was delicious Wisconsin cauliflower soup from a restaurant called Cafe Zupas. I don't think you guys have any near you down there in Florida. No. Um, but it's cheesy cauliflower soup blended really smooth, delicious. It was perfect on a cold day like today. Um, keep doing what you're doing. You are appreciated. Anything that you send our way, we will listen. Voting forecasts, soup <laughs> reviews, uh, whatever other crazy ideas that you come up with, I'm there. So thank you so much for Aww. checking in with Chomo. I enjoyed the podcast thoroughly, and stay well. Bye. Oh, Samantha, thank you so much. That was so sweet. Wow. Uh, cauliflower and cheese soup sounds delightful. Um, wow. Thanks for listening. You know, anytime... I'm in front of this microphone. Uh, my main goal is to just put something out there that is entertaining and distracting, whether it's this part podcast or varmints or guest spots on other podcasts or, you know, other things that I do like YouTube voiceovers. Uh, there are plenty of places to go to talk about politics. Most of those places are going to leave you angry and, and frustrated and disheartened. And COVID-19, you know, you can't get through a single day without hearing about COVID-19 because literally everyone is affected by it right now in some way, whether it's their work or their social life or their family. Uh, people are just sick of hearing about those things. So everything I do, and this was the case even in 2016 when I first started podcasting, this just didn't start in 2020, but everything I do... Um, my job as a podcaster, the, the task I've given myself to do is to take you out of all of that for a few minutes. Um, whether I'm talking about an animal or soups or sharing you, sharing something with you that has happened in my life, maybe, uh, something embarrassing that has happened to me or an interesting story that I have to tell. Uh, it's all meant to just give you a little bit of an escape, um, and to remind you that there is good news out there and you can laugh and learn and have a good time. And I'm really glad that that is working for you. And if it's working for you, if it's just working for one person and that one person is you, then what I'm doing is a success. And I really do appreciate it. And I hope that other people feel the same way. So, wow. Thank you again. What a nice compliment. Well, one of the questions that I've gotten the most in all of this is which soup is your favorite? Or are you going to rank the soups from best to worst? Well, here's what I'm going to do. Most of the 30 soups that I've tried were sort of meh, it's okay kind of soups. And I really didn't have particularly strong feelings one way or another. So what I've done is I've picked 15 of these soups that deserve special mention. So we're going to go with the top five worst the top five most disappointing and the top five best soups. Okay. We'll start with the top five worst soups. And number five is going to be split pea with ham and bacon. This almost went on the most disappointing list, but it just didn't taste good. It was, it was sort of bland, but there was also a strange chemical taste to it. There was a weird aftertaste. The texture was weird. Everything about this soup was weird, which is a shame because I remember it being really, really good when I was a kid. 
uh, but it really just was not good this time. Number four is cream of celery. It's not going to come as a surprise to you that a lot of these cream of soups were not great. Uh, and I really like celery. I just like sticks of celery. Not just in a cream-based soup. I'll, you know, celery sticks uh, dipped in ranch dressing, one of my favorite things in the world. The celery in this had a very, very pronounced metallic taste. Like it absorbed the aluminum in the can. And that made it really, really unpleasant. Um, and I don't think celery belongs in maybe a cream-based soup. Uh, just was not good at all. The number three worst soup, cream of bacon. Uh, bacon is great. I love bacon. My Instagram handle is bacon is my favorite vegetable. This soup did not seem to have any bacon in it whatsoever. It had pork bits and it had tons of artificial liquid smoke. It's just an overwhelming amount of that artificial chemical liquid smoke taste that really didn't even taste like bacon. It just tasted like 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 somebody made I don't know, like fake bacon. It's just horrible. Bad, bad soup. The number two worst soup that I had was cheddar cheese. This soup, uh, it smelled terrible. I think I described it as smelling of a used vacuum cleaner bag. It tasted not quite as nice as maybe like easy cheese from a can. If you need melty artificial cheese for something, you know, you could use like a Velveeta. I hate to say that. Uh, it's Velveeta is better than this soup. But there's also a lot of actual cheese out there that melts and tastes really, really good. But this soup is just kind of nasty. And uh, as a soup, I don't even think it is very good as an ingredient in other things. I think you could just use real cheese. So you completely skip this soup. My number one worst soup, the worst that the, the soup that I hated the most was French onion. Oh boy. This almost made the most disappointing list, but it just tasted so awful that I, I just, it was bad. It was oddly sour, but not in a good way. It tasted like, it tasted like homemade French onion soup that went bad in the refrigerator. The aftertaste was absolutely brutal. It, it coated the back of my mouth. It coated my sinuses, my tongue. I chewed gum after I ate it. And that aftertaste just kind of lingered for the rest of the day. It's unbelievably bad. I might have had... And I... Yeah, I didn't eat that much of it. I had maybe three or four spoonfuls of it. And it went in the trash. It didn't take much of that soup to really... Blah. Absolutely vile. Uh, French onion soup. Uh, Campbell's condensed French onion soup. I can't overstate how bad that was. All right, now we'll move to the top five most disappointing soups. Now, these are not bad soups. They tasted just fine. I think my expectations for them were very, very high going in, and I was just disappointed by what I got. I would eat these soups. They're not bad. They're just not what I had in mind. So the number five most disappointing soup was chicken noodle. Yes, classic chicken noodle soup was a disappointment. I found it bland I did not like these the slimy egg noodles in it. Certainly not the worst soup in the series. Uh, I haven't had it in a while until I did the soup review. I remember it being much better uh, than it was. Uh, yeah, classic chicken noodle. I was disappointed by it. The number four most disappointing soup was beefy mushroom. 
And because it had very, very few pieces of actual beef and mushroom in it, it tasted fine. But in the end, this was just cloudy beef broth. And if they weren't stingy with the beef and the mushroom pieces, this was it would have been so much better. I, it would have been a great soup. The number three most disappointing soup was cream of chicken and mushroom. It was really the mushrooms that made this disappointing. There were nice big pieces, pieces of mushroom uh, that were in this soup, but those pieces of mushroom were very rubbery and weird, and that really brought this entire soup down. Um, lots of the smaller mushrooms, like they use in the cream of mushroom soup, that would have been much better, but the bigger mushrooms in the soup were just not, not good at all. The number two most disappointing soup was tomato bisque. Uh, I think Campbell's just really missed an opportunity to elevate their already good tomato soup by adding basil or garlic or some different spices. They could have done something really, really interesting with this soup, uh, but it was just tomato soup. And honestly, I really feel like I only ate 29 soups. This was tomato soup if you had made it with milk instead of water. Uh, it's fine. It tasted good. Uh, but when you call something bisque, I kind of expect something a little bit more. Was it, it might have been a little richer, but it was basically, I just, I felt like I already had that soup. The number one most disappointing soup has got to be chicken gumbo. Campbell's has shrimp for their cream of shrimp soup. It's not good shrimp, but it's shrimp. They have smoke flavoring to sort of give this soup the illusion of maybe having sausage in it. They have pork and bacon bits that they could add to the soup. They have beef cubes. They have clams for the clam chowder. Every opportunity is there to make this soup something that more closely resembles a chicken gumbo. And what they gave us was a chicken and rice soup with a few little spices thrown in. If you have the regular chicken and rice soup and you put a little Cholula or Tabasco sauce in it, you're pretty much getting the same thing. And I think this was just a really squandered opportunity to make something really unique and delicious and more like a chicken gumbo. Well, now we come to my top five favorite soups. And I feel like I should give an honorable mention to New England clam chowder, which I just talked about. Uh, it's really great for what it is. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fine. So the top five favorite soups. Number five is going to be homestyle chicken noodle. This wound up being a slightly controversial opinion, but I think that homestyle chicken noodle is far and away better than the classic chicken noodle. The noodles themselves are way better. The broth is more flavorful. There's more chicken fat in it. Every aspect of this soup is an improvement over uh, classic chicken noodle soup. I would, you know, if you need a, a good chicken noodle soup, I think this is it. I think you skip the original chicken noodle and go to this. Number four favorite soup is going to be old-fashioned tomato rice, and mostly it's because of the tomato soup. I really think using real sugar instead of high fructose corn syrup makes a big difference. Uh, if you don't believe me, go ahead and if you can find it, try Mexican Coca-Cola in a glass bottle. You can find this in maybe a Latin supermarket. It's the best Coca-Cola besides McDonald's Coke. 
Um, and part of the reason for that is it, be, it is because it has real sugar. Um, it makes that soup a lot brighter. The tomato flavoring is really, really bright. And it's just very, very... It's a very delightful, refreshing tomato flavor in that soup. The rice in it is great. It makes it nice and hearty and filling. Of the three tomato soups that I had, this is the one I'm going to. Excellent soup. My number three favorite soup is going to be minestrone. I think it is the best of the vegetable-only soups. The variety of the vegetables in the soup was really great. The broth was really fantastic. There's plenty of nice herbs in there. Just a really nice, delightful soup. I could see eating a bowl of this. Maybe you shake a little Parmesan cheese on top and have a little piece of bread with it. Uh, I just think it was, you know, their vegetable soup just sort of elevated and made more interesting. My number two soup, most favorite, was bean with bacon. So good. The beans in this soup are nice and firm. There's plenty of them. They come in a really nice tomato-based sauce that is a little smoky. You really don't feel like you're eating a can of pork and beans in this. This sort of has its own very unique, very wonderful flavor profile. It's not quite barbecued flavored, but it's it's sweet and smoky and comfort food. It's just really, really good if you've never heard of bean and bacon or if you've never tried it. Uh, treat yourself to bean and bacon. Um, it's really, really great. Well, now we come to our number one, my, or at least my number one most favorite Campbell's soup. And that's going to be vegetable beef. Now, there's no can of soup that costs $1.75 in the world that is going to taste like something that was homemade. But Campbell's condensed vegetable beef comes very, very close. It's really savory. It's a little smoky. The aroma is just wonderful. There's plenty of vegetables and beef in there. Again, this is really comfort food. Comfort food, I should say. And uh, all five of these soups are going to be in my pantry from now on. But especially this one. I don't, I'm never going to be without it. And I'll probably take it to work for lunches with me about once a week. It's so good. I, it's just so good, guys. If you like barley or if your store is out of vegetable beef, you could go with beef with vegetable and barley. I'm not a big barley fan. I think it sort of detracts from the rest of the soup. Uh, but vegetable beef, that was my favorite soup of all 30. Well, that brings us to the end of November, the end of Napod Pomo 2020, and the last Campbell's Soup Review for the month, but not the last Soup Review ever. There are still plenty of soups out there that need my attention. There are Progresso soups and Chunky soups, and I will be sprinkling them into this feed from time to time, along with some of the old bits that you enjoy, like uh, the One Star Review Theater, uh, the shipping forecasts now and then. I'll Now and then maybe I'll call a uh, scammer up and, and troll them for a little bit. And then I'll be trying out a couple of new ideas that I have, and we'll just see where this whole thing goes for another year. I did not think that checking in with Choma would last an entire year. I thought it would just be one month and done, but here we are. So, all that remains is for me, Paul Chomo, on behalf of all of us here at the Podfix Network, to wish you a very safe and peaceful night. Good night. <laughs>